0: Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Sports another But Sports with Kent Sterling for Friday, February 21st, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. They got the best culture going. I'm telling you, pros from top to bottom at Today's Dentistry, led by Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist I've gone to in my life. He's been my dentist the last 26 years. Make him your dentist today. 317 849 29 Three three. Harry's going to ask questions in a minute, but I want to remind you we got a lot coming up this weekend. We got the Pacers at the Knicks tonight, seven thirty from Madison Square Garden. Pacers they continue to work to try to get Victor Oladipo set in this lineup and get everybody working well together. That has been kind of a hit and miss proposition. We'll see if they can get that rolling tonight against the Knicks. They need to do that. Twenty seven games left in the regular season. Time to start stacking wins right now. And then tomorrow. Purdue at Mackey Arena they're going to host Michigan. Michigan has won their last 4. Purdue, they need wins. They're 7 and 9 in the Big 10 right now. With a loss tomorrow they would go to 7 and 10. Let's hope that doesn't happen. If they beat Michigan at Mackey tomorrow, I think they got a great chance to get into the NCAA tournament. If they don't beat Michigan tomorrow, I'm not sure they're going to get into the NIT. That's how close this thing is. Tomorrow's game crucial. For the Boilermakers, Sunday at noon, Indiana hosts Penn State. Penn State does a lot of things that the Hoosiers don't like. They extend their defense. They press a little bit. Patrick Chambers, a terrific coach. He's got some seniors. We'll see what happens on Sunday. If Indiana can get this win, I think they're in the tournament because they close the season with two winnable home games against Minnesota and Wisconsin. With a win tomorrow, they get to eight wins. Those two games at the end of the season, that gets them to 10-10 and in the Big Ten. 20 wins overall in the regular season, I think that gets them into the NCAAs. Butler, they got to get a couple more wins. They're stuck on seven wins in the Big East. They were so close the other night to getting a win at Seton Hall uh sunday they're going to take on creighton creighton one of the best 20 teams in the country a really good team on their home court if butler can steal a win there i think they're in the tournament they've got two games left that they're going to win those are against uh st john's and paul ed hinkle house so you've got those two that you would better get this would allow them a little bit of breathing room. They've got a game at the end of the season against Xavier. If you win three of four, you're into the tournament without any kind of a problem, probably as a sixth seed, beating Creighton at Creighton. That'd be a great resume builder for the Bulldogs. All right, Harry, let's get you going. You've been on the line for a while. How are you doing this afternoon?
1: Oh, I couldn't be better. It's sunny out. Let's play two. It feels good. It feels like baseball weather up here at Will's Northwoods Inn at the corner of Racine and Nelson on the north side of Chicago, about five blocks south of the friendly confines of Wrigley Field, where Ernie Banks used to say, Let's play two. It looks like you could play two out there, but if you went outside, I'll tell you, you wouldn't want to play play with any two, unless they're Dutchie's, uh, you know, her pointy ones. <laughs> they they get cold quick, and when they get hard, boy, playtime begins. I don't even, <laughs> Dutchie doesn't know what that means, for God's sake, nor do I. Let's get straight to the questions. That would have been a good idea about 90 seconds ago. At any rate, number one, can I, you Win against Penn State on Sunday following up that thrilling win on the road a little bit earlier this week against a game team uh, of Minnesota. Game E, I think you mean, team from Minnesota.
0: You know, we'll see. A lot has to do with whether Myron Jones plays. Myron Jones is terrific. He is a guy who spreads a defense. Really good shooter from three. He is a terrific defender. If Myron Jones, who's been out since, what, February uh, 4th, you know what, if he comes back, they're going to be a different team. They've got two terrific seniors in Mike Watkins and Lamar Stevens. And, and seniors win games, especially on the road. Indiana, you can't count on their seniors. Deron Davis has not been bad over the last two games. Really, really good at Michigan, although in a losing effort. Then the other night at Minnesota, he was pretty good as well. Uh, we've talked about Devontae Green until we're green in the face, right? And uh, what Devontae Green's going to show up is anybody's guess. We'll see. Uh, But they're relying on underclassmen really to carry them. What they figured out at Minnesota, I think, and maybe this was a matchup deal where the defense just wasn't very good for Minnesota. If they run the offense through Trace Jackson Davis, every single possession, They become really efficient scoring the basketball. They're going to have to work the ball down low. And you can bet Patrick Chambers didn't just fall off a turnip truck. He understands how this offense for the Hoosiers works. He's going to try to deny Trace Jackson Davis, maybe on the other end, get him in a little bit of foul trouble. He's going to extend his defense like he always does on the wings and make it uncomfortable for the wings to make the entry passes into the block. What's going to be interesting to watch, too, is Joey Brunk. Is he going to continue to start? He started the other night. He played only eight minutes, though. Race Thompson was terrific. Deron Davis was really good, too. We'll see what Archie Miller does in adjusting that lineup. I thought Archie Miller did a really good job uh, at Minnesota in adjusting during the game. We really haven't seen much of that. We haven't seen a lot of in-game adjustments that bore fruit for the Hoosiers. We did against Minnesota. I think Indiana is starting to figure it out. It's that time of year where they need to figure it out. If they can pick up that win and then win the last two games in the regular season at Simon Scott Assembly Hall against Minnesota and Wisconsin, they're going to the NCAA tournament. If they lose any of those, they've got to pick up a road win at Illinois or at Purdue, and that's going to be tough sledding. Purdue, you know what? They don't look real good, but I'm telling you, against Indiana at Mackey Arena with a trip to the NCAA tournament potentially on the line, I think they're going to be ready to play. I think
1: Indiana gets the W. We'll see. I'm taking the money line and the Hoosiers. Number two, will Phillip Rivers, you know, the national media, they're saying that Phillip Rivers might sign with the Indianapolis Colts. What say you, Reds?
0: I wish the national media would just shut the hell up. I wish the national media would call the local media and say, what do you think about Phillip Rivers potentially as a starting quarterback for the Colts? Do you think that Chris Ballard is going to reach into Jimmy Ursay's wallet, pull out $20 million this year and $20 million next year, sign Phillip Rivers and install him as a starting quarterback here? The local media is going to tell you you're crazy because Chris Ballard builds through the draft. There is no way the most important position on the field is going to be uh, recruited and then signed as a free agent. 38 years old is Phillip Rivers. He's going to be 39 in December. He didn't play well last year, and that wasn't just a matter of the offensive line not protecting him. He threw it 20 times to the other guys. When quarterbacks turn, uh, Drew Brees and Tom Brady notwithstanding, when quarterbacks get to be 38, 39 years old, it's just different for them. Phillip Rivers has always been an awkward athlete, his feet not really good, his arm not great anymore. Last year, it was a step backwards. One thing that you can count on, though, with Phillip Rivers is he's going to play 16 games. He always plays every game. So health, important at that position. But you're not going to pay better than $20 million a year to go get a healthy guy. Go sign Jones as a defensive tackle. If you're going to go that deep into your pocket, go get a guy who's going to be a game wrecker someplace. Phillip Rivers, When he, you know what is the true thing about Phillip Rivers? From the time he came into the league until now at the age of 13. And this covers all the period of time when he was really, really good. He's never been to a Super Bowl. The goal of the Indianapolis Colts, as stated by their owner, Jim Irsay, is to go to the Super Bowl, win multiple Super Bowls. Philip Rivers has never been to one unless he's bought a ticket to one. So I don't believe that the Colts are going to invest heavily in a guy who's never been to a Super Bowl and who is in decline, I just I don't see that happening. I I think that that would be crazy. And to think that Chris Ballard, a guy who is an an avowed draftist in building his roster, to think that he's going to go get a guy to man the most important position on the field for his team through free agency... At the age of 38, and overpay for him is crazy. You're gonna have to pay too much for too little with Philip Rivers, and Chris Ballard is too smart to do that.
1: And so the rivers won't be flowing in Indy. <laughs> All right. Hey, number oh, Dutchy like that. Ring the bell, Dutchie. <laughs> Alright. Post time, as it were. All right, drinking the, the gin and white claw out of Hocker Shore glasses at Will's. It's there. uh it's kind of your signature cocktail, isn't it, Willard? Uh Willard is our man behind the bar today. Number three. <laughs> Number three, excuse me, how long will it take for the Pacers to function well with Victor Oladipo back?
0: That's a great question. Here's the question. All right. How long does it take you, Harry, to please Dutchie? Do you have any idea what, what the, like that time frame is? It probably varies from visit to visit, right? Well, the same thing is going to be true with Victor Oladipo. You have no idea when this is going to happen. At some point, you've got to feel like it's going to because here's the thing. Victor Oladipo is a really good teammate and a really good guy, and he wants to be there for his teammates. His teammates, similarly, want to be there for Vic. They're really good listeners. They function very well together as a unit. And when guys do that, when their personalities are built that way, usually these things tend to work themselves out. I thought that they played pretty well in, in that game against the Bucks. And the thing that's kind of the bellwether, and we've discussed this many times, is that when Victor shoots once or fewer per two minutes of gameplay, uh, the Pacers... They win 85 percent of the time when he shoots more than once uh, for every two minutes. They win 50 percent of the time. That's a 35 percent differential, depending on how active Victor Oladipo is or, or how much he's trying to create being Victor. I got to be me. I, you know, if he tries to be Russell Westbrook, he's not Russell Westbrook. What he's got to do is tone it down a little bit and be one of five on the floor, not Vic and the pips. You can't have Vic and the pips and be successful. You can be really successful if Victor focuses on how he is facilitating for others. If you got five guys facilitating for each other, you got a chance to be special with the Indiana Pacers.
1: At number four, Wilder or Fury. What does that mean?
0: That's a boxing match. Uh, You've got uh, Wilder and you've got Fury. These are two guys. They're big guys. They're going to fight for the heavyweight championship of the world tomorrow night on pay-per-view, Harry. uh, That's a boxing match we're all looking forward to.
1: Oh, how much does it cost to pay-per-view?
0: You know, I have no idea. I don't do pay per view. Maybe I'll show up someplace where they got it for free. If they've got it at a sports book someplace in Indianapolis, I might wander in and take in the fight. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting, but I think that Wilder is just a better fighter overall. I think Wilder is a guy who's going to take Fury down. Wilder's like six seven. Fury is six nine. Fury's going to try to get Wilder early. I think that Wilder is going to hang on. He's going to survive the onslaught over the first few rounds. Tyson uh, Fury is going to get tired, and I think Wilder is going to have his way with him and put his ass on the canvas, and that's going to be that. It won't be another draw, I'm telling you that. One guy or the other, this isn't going to the cards, this is going to be a knockout one way or the
1: other. Are you too old to enjoy your birthday? (laughs) You thought that was going to slip by and I wasn't going to know it was your birthday tomorrow. I know that it is. Are you too old to enjoy it?
0: Harry, I don't know how how the hell old you think I am, but I'm not too old to enjoy anything. I can enjoy all the stuff that I enjoyed at any age and I will tomorrow because that's what birthdays are for. Birthdays. Look, we, we talked about Victor Oladipo feeling like he's got to be Victor Oladipo. Um, we, as people, we do that, but we only do it on our birthday. I got to be me tomorrow. I'm going to be all kinds of Kent tomorrow and do exactly what I want to do every minute of the entire day. Except when I am focused on those who I love, making sure that they're having a good time as I enjoy my birthday, which is more and more important to me as time goes on. So there you go. Is that an answer to your your question? Trying to trying to make me sound uh, like an old guy first, then a selfish guy second. And uh, I'm not having it. So tomorrow I'm you know what? I'm going to have a great time, and maybe I'll pop up to Chicago and see you. Actually, I am going up to Chicago tonight to see Niles West play. It's senior night on Niles West. The great Andrew Pabst, I've set the over-under for Andrew scoring tonight at 37. He is going to celebrate senior night by jacking it up 13 times from beyond the arc. He's going to make 11 of them. The other four points are going to come from dynamic drives to the hoop, where he finishes with a flush, two dunks, 11 threes, Thirty-seven points. How about them apples?
1: That sounds good. You're setting the bar awful high for young Andrew Pats. Let me let me serenade you for a moment. Help you celebrate your birthday. Raise a glass, Dutchie. and you people in the back from Wisconsin who we just met, who are back there playing euchre. <laughs> On a Friday. Good Lord. Sitting back there drinking drinking Keystone Light and playing euchre on a Friday after. Don't you people have jobs, for God's sake? Hey, <laughs> what's that? The one finger salute from the kid from Manitowoc uh, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Happy birthday, old Gunnail Rats. Happy birthday to you and many more. Speaking of many more, Willard, another couple gin and white cause for the house.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you, Harry. Uh, Couldn't be more appreciative. Pacers, Knicks, tonight, 7.30. With uh, the, the, uh, the play-by-play stylings of the great Chris Denary and analyst Quinn Buckner, we're going to enjoy that game. And then uh, a weekend chock full of college and pro basketball. Just can't wait. Breakfast with Kent, Monday morning, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, 8.15 on Periscope and Twitter. It's a show so nice, we do it twice. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Join us.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty,